Welcome to Off the Beaten Path, but not lost. With Tony, Kristen, Kylie, and Lexi. Join us on this RV full-time living journey. Across the beautiful United States. Where the fail was. Welcome to episode 69. Lexi's still sick, but she's going to fight through it this time. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're following us at The Fayolas on all the platforms, and you can get the show notes to this episode at thefayolas.com slash 69. Okay. If you have a question, give us a call, 810-373-2020. I grew up with my dad watching Westerns. So this was so fun to me. (laughs) As soon as we pulled in, it like catapulted me back to being a little girl watching Westerns with my dad. Yeah, this town like screams Western. (laughs) Did your dad watch Westerns? He didn't watch Westerns. We watched Tombstone though. Like that's an epic movie. Yeah, I can't see him watching Westerns. Over and over and over. No one in your family watched Westerns? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Tombstone, Arizona is... It's just like one of those towns that you walk into history. Yeah. Like the the credits are rolling as yeah. you pull into town. <laughs> yeah, because there's always something going on. There's always people in character. There's reenactments everywhere. There's historic landmarks that are like, you know, unmistakable. Like this is the spot that John Heath was hung. And you can like hold the picture up and see it. Yeah. With the mountains behind. It's really cool. We'll you talk about that later. can match the mountains up. Yeah, I love that, you know, when you're walking through the museums, when you're walking through the courthouse, when you're walking through the Oriental Saloon, you really can picture what it was like back in the time. And just to, just to point out, like most of that actually um, was rebuilt a couple different times because of fires. Yeah, fires like wiped out the whole town a couple times. So there's only one building, which is the birdcage, that is original. Yeah, everything in it is I don't know about pristine. No. It is definitely, <laughs> it is, uh, it's completely original. I don't know what else, to, how else to say that. Yeah, the building has not been remade. So yeah, no that remodeling, one, no renovations, no nothing. That and one the, is real life, but the others have been remade, but they've, yeah. they've made them similar. So it still makes you feel like you're back in 1881. I figured we'd break this up a little bit. We'll talk about where to stay. And Tombstone, things things to to do, do. jinx I win, (laughs) food, we ate at a few different restaurants, getting to Tombstone, and then um, some nearby cities that you can see. I have to say we kind of like broke our tradition of trying to do all the fun free things. We We went full tourist on this one. Normally we'll do one or two things that, you know, cost money. But for the most part, we do mostly free things or close to free things. And that's just because we're doing a lot of outdoor things. Yeah, we do a lot of sightseeing. You know, national parks, you know, things like that. It's all included in that one park ticket that we've bought. Uh, We don't do a lot of spending money. You know, when we were in Pigeon Forge for Lexi's birthday, we did go and spend, you know, a bunch of money. I don't know if we we spent this much money, but. I know, we we spent like Probably everything we did cost money. Almost. Yeah, everything. And it's it's funny because when you're when you're looking at the prices, it's like five or ten bucks or three bucks. So it doesn't really feel like a lot of money. <laughs> but then times four and then 
times like 30. Yeah. <laughs> 30 things or whatever. Cost money for each thing. So, all right. So let's get started. The very first thing you must do when you go to Tombstone is see a shootout. Like yep. you actually can't even count being at Tombstone if you don't see a shootout. Yeah, That's right? the deal. Yeah. So there's three shootouts going on as of right now. There's supposed to be four, but one of them is not running right now. We went to two of them. We went to one indoor and one outdoor. Yep. And the two that we went to are reenactments of events that allegedly happened. Yeah. Uh, according to historical records of, you know, witnesses back in 1882 and those times. Or the person, like Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody has their own account, and, you know, every story, every story was different. But anyways. The stories both include Wyatt, so they're his stories. And if I was him, I would embellish those stories to make me look amazing well, exactly, and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to the Oriental Saloon and the OK Corral. The OK Corral was outside. Yep, you're in, like, a, like a small pavilion, or not a pavilion, but you're in a small amphitheater mm-hmm. covered, like, Shaded. Barely shaded. So hold on. Let's back up and let's talk about it. They have three shows a day. I don't remember the times of the shows, but I will have a post um, linked in the show notes of all of the different events that we did. And I think there's 12, 2, and 3 or something Something along those lines. Um, But I would go and get your tickets early that day, uh, especially if it's during busy season. Mm -hmm. We went in the – you can only get the tickets the day of the event. So go early in the morning and just get the tickets to whatever show you want to go to. When you show up, go a little early. Maybe, yeah. what, 30 minutes early? 40 yeah. minutes early? I mean, depends. Because the reason why you'd want to do that is because it's not just you just don't go to the show. They have museums and they have displays and stuff that you can kind of wander around. You can meander through the whole thing. And if you want to read every sign and look at every historical picture and stuff that'll take you some time i mean maybe even an hour yeah we so we actually went after we were late getting there i mean not too late but right on time but we were right on time so we get in there and then we actually looked at all the museum things afterwards and i did feel a little rushed so i would do it before if you can they have some stalls that are like those are called the what is that the OK like the, Corral. Yeah, the actual part of the OK Corral. And I don't know if those, I think those are rebuilt. Actually, they are real be- rebuilt because I saw a picture of the OK Corral completely burned down, except yep. for the sign. Yeah, I think everything the sign burnt. is original. Yep. Mm-hmm. So anyways, you kind of walk through, you see all these different things. There's a crib there, which is kind of an interesting story. This is a family friendly, so you'll have to look that up, Google it. Um, but there is a couple other things like the fly photography. Yeah, she has fly photography. And if you go in there, um, towards, if you just make sure you go all the way through it, you'll actually see, um, Doc Holliday's room that he rented. Yep. So that's kind of cool. And then you'll see the actual spot that the shootout happened and they have life-size lawmen and cowboys standing there. Where they supposedly were standing. Yeah, how it all went down. Supposedly. Allegedly. (laughs) And then you kind of turn to the left and you go into the, you know, the theater area where you get to watch them. Yeah, and they have like a little stage and um, props and stuff that they use. I like the show because Doc Holliday was narrating it. 
<laughs> He's pretty much my favorite, too. And they had a good character. They had a good actor for Doc Holliday. Yeah. He was a smooth talker. He was At funny. Time, yeah. Was it loud? Very. Yeah. So there was one kid that had to leave in the middle of it. He was crying. So, And then in the indoor one, which we'll talk about in a minute, a kid was crying in that one as well. So if your kids are sensitive to gunshots, gunshots. then maybe you should leave them in the car. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Strap um, them in the stroller, leave them in the corral, and then come watch the show. Yeah. Uh, no, really, you're not, the kids aren't going to like it if they're very sensitive to it. My kids handled it okay, but it was loud. I will yeah. say, like, there was one yeah. right in the beginning where they kind of, like, he kind of does it out of the blue. Yeah. yeah, he's just, like, talking, and, and then, then bang, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wants some action or something. And, yeah, and... trying to get a response from the crowd. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, this it tells the story of the OK Corral fight and what led up to it, just, like, you know, a little bit before, and then uh, then the actual gunfight. And then it's really cool at the end. I really like this, and I don't want to ruin it for you if you're going to go watch it, but I really liked how Doc Holliday is talking. He, what he does at the very end is, so, so let me back up. So he's explaining the end of the story, and meanwhile, behind him, there's cowboys laying on the ground that have been killed, and the lawmen are standing up, and he gives, like, a brief history of each one of them. And as the person dies, so he's like, you know, so-and-so did this, this, and he was shot in the arm, and blah, blah, blah. As the person dies, the person walks, so they're all, like, frozen. Like, they're not moving at all. And as the person dies, they walk away into the back like the back part of yeah, it. Yeah, off stage, basically. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because yeah. when you're watching a Western, at the end, it has like a little like history of each, like a couple lines of what happened to each person or like any show like that where it's like a real life story show. You norm- It'll show like a picture of one of the actors and then it says, you know, that person ended up doing this, this, and this and never ended up getting what they wanted or whatever. And I thought that was kind of cool because it, that's how it felt to me. Yeah, it was a it was a very well put together show. We had fun. It may have been what about a half hour, thirty five yeah, minutes, it was something a half like that. Hour. But we had fun. There was a lot of laughs. Um, they get the crowd involved a lot. Yeah, you have to boo the boo the bad guys, which according to them are the cowboys, <laughs> and <laughs> you have to cheer the lawmen. I have thoughts. Won't get into that here, but. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, No, but I would recommend a couple tips. Number one, I would go early, like I said. Uh, There is a line that shows up. I'm assuming they don't let you into the, like, place where you can sit down until, like, right before the show. So a line does form, and if you want good seats, you want to be in the front of that line. So definitely show up as early as you can. The other tip that I would recommend is if it's a hot day, I would recommend some sunblock or some kind of hat because there is a shade above you, but it's – Right atop of, right on top of you. So if you go at noon, I guess it'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but we went at three, and the sun was coming from under the shade, right on the backs of our necks, and it was pretty hot. I thought I was, was a little nervous; I was going to get burned. And and we went in February, so yeah. that's like I would say probably prime time to go as far as weather goes, because if you went there in any time, probably after March, April through the summer. It's probably scorching hot there. Yeah. So 
dusty. Yeah. <laughs> so keep that in mind, too. So any other tips for the OK Corral? Drinks. I think you can take your own drinks in there. So if you have water, yeah, you can because someone brought in some, like, root beer or something. Um, yep. So you can take, I think, your own drinks in there, maybe have a water or something. It's about 30 minutes. We were okay. You don't want to get up and leave. They will rag on you. Oh, yeah. It's just like <laughs> a stand-up comedy show. Like, it, any movement that's out of the ordinary, you will get picked on. <laughs> like, the kid that had to leave, he, like, <laughs> was ragging on the kid, and yeah. the kid was, like, crying. It was kind of funny. Um, what else? What other tips? Oh, after the show, you can go get pictures, and they're great pictures with them. Yeah, you cowboys get, you can... and the lawman. Exactly. Yeah. The cowboys are outside the little area so you just walk out the door and then you can see them and they'll talk to you and you can joke around with them similar to disney i mean you can get in character with them if you want and like say some comment and they will go along with you but they'll they'll try to play with play around with you yeah sure they want those tips so yeah and oh and i guess that's another tip (laughs) (laughs) bring tip money (laughs) because everything takes tips so all and, the shows, they have, like, a little jar, all of the shows, so. And at the OK Corral, when we were going out, uh, there was a little pot, and it said spit, but that one was crossed out and said tips. Yep. Yeah, it was a spit can or whatever they're called, like the the cans you see in the westerns at the end of the bar. <laughs> it's a spittoon. <laughs> yeah. I will say there is quite a bit of shooting in that one. There's the shooting in the beginning to get everyone's attention. So the actual, like, shootout, you know, that we hear about, supposedly was 30 shots in 24 seconds. So I don't quite know if they actually did 30 shots, but there is quite a few shots at the end. Yep. Um, so just be be aware that there's a gunfight at the gunfight, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. Um how much was that? Oh, I have it. Hold on. I think it was about forty dollars. I think it was ten bucks a person. I'm not sure if there's like a small child discount or free. Yeah, because our know, youngest is seven. Yeah, so. in our age groups, everybody paid ten bucks. I will say that it is a really good deal though, because you get the shootout, you get that whole museum area, so you can you can look through all of that. Yep. Um, you get the flies photography included. You also get a show. At yep. that thing. Yeah, it's What's called it? the Historama. Oh, yeah. Couldn't remember what it's called. Are you sure that's what it's called? Historama. Okay. And that is really cool. That kind of gives you a history of Tombstone going all the way back and then, you know, how it went. How it was established. Yeah, How exactly. it was founded. Why. So this is a, I, I highly recommend going here as soon as you can, like early on your trip, going to the OK Corral and doing the, the show, getting all of that done first because it's really cool. Then you get a ticket to go down to the newspaper. Yep, that one's the uh, Tombstone Epitaph. That was the one of two local newspapers in Tombstone. And they will give you an actual newspaper from the event. So it's like the day after. So it's like yesterday in town, blah, blah, blah. And yep. like, it's really cool. Um, we had four of them, so he actually gave us four different papers. And I'm kind of a little bummed about that because uh, they're newer papers. No, one of them was old. One one was old, but then the rest were newer, and I kind of would have wanted. Well, it was like up to date. Yeah, yeah, right. up to date. I would have rather wanted probably two of the two, the original ones, but that's oh, we okay. didn't know. Yeah, yeah but but that's that okay. that place is really cool as well. You get to tour the back where they have all the old printing presses from like the beginning 
when they started. And those things are really cool. Yeah, you get to see how how they made it, you know, the whole process. Um, the guy that's working there was very educational and very nice. He uh, talked to us for a while about some different things, which was great. Yeah. Told us how it worked. You know, they worked all day on one paper. And then they had to, like, print those by hand, each one. Yeah, like, they, they had little letter squares that they put in, like, lines. Yep. They had to do the spacing, everything. And then they had to dip it all in ink. And, and press, press press every it. page. And then clean it. And then at the end of the day, yeah, they had to go through and they had to clean every single piece. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, you couldn't leave until you cleaned it. Yep. Now you just type it up. Do, 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 do. The other shootout that we did was the Oriental Saloon, which was so much fun. It this was. This is another one. Make sure you bring tips because they will stand out and, you know. Yeah, they hover right by the door. Yeah, so you got to walk right by them. <laughs> But this is actually in an actual saloon with liquor and other drinks, too. Well, there's it, it's split into two sections. Like, one side is the saloon where you can buy drinks and I don't know if they had food. I don't, I don't maybe snacks at the most, but for sure, drinks, mixed drinks, beer, all kinds of, and sarsaparilla. We had some of that. Did you like it? Yeah. It, it, at first, it tasted like, like the first taste you got was root beer taste. Yeah. I loved it. And then it. at the end, it was something different. It is different, but Maybe it's good. Maybe you're supposed to mix it. Well, I liked uh, it, but definitely don't chew with gum. It tastes even weirder well, with gum. Well, yeah. And I don't, I'm not really a big fan of root beer, but that root beer I actually really liked. Yeah, and that's brewed in Tombstone. Yeah, so Tony went over and got us some drinks. I don't think my drink was actually available back in 1880, but... No, it was like a... What was it? A blue Hawaiian or something like that? I don't know. It was good. <laughs> I know that. But brought those over, and we sat at one of the tables. There's um some theater seating that you can go upstairs and sit in these nice little red chairs, luxury chairs. There's some high bar table chairs over there. Yep. And um, it's a really interactive, engaging... Um, Wyatt Earp is the one narrating this one. Yep. And it, the, if you didn't know, the Oriental was a saloon that Wyatt Earp ran. Yeah. He took over when he came to town or whatever. They're, they have a whole I narrative think he said story he owned about it. it. <laughs> but I don't know if he really did, but he kind of just took it from the guy. I think so. I mean, that's <laughs> the way the story goes in their show. And they have several different, um, they have several different like storylines that they go through. It's not just like one show where it's all one event. It's multiple events that they go through. Yeah, I think there's three. Yep. Right? Yep. Three different shows. So there's quite a bit of shooting. Indoors. So yep. be wary of that. And um, they run up and down, like, the aisles right by you. They definitely engage with you. They'll yell at you if you yell back at them. Yep. They also want you to boo and cheer. Um, it's just really cool. I think it's a. I think it's also very engaging and fun. I like how they get everyone involved. Yeah, it's fun learning the stories. Like, you know, because I don't know... If these were ever in movies, if they were, they're not as popular as like the OK Corral movies. So you get to learn a little bit and have fun, laugh. Were you girls scared that he was going to like talk to you or something? Oh, and no. we sat right in the front. Yeah. Like we were one of the first people in and we we were asking him different questions about, you know, what's the best place to sit to see it. He said, just get up front because they're just talking. They don't have mics or anything. But they were very loud. Yeah, you you. You could hear them pretty much everywhere, I would assume. It just, 
if you're short or something, good kids, <laughs> you don't want to sit in the back. Yeah. I will say that I think they want you to move as close to the front as possible because they try to engage everybody, which is really nice. Yep. I like that. And then uh, the kids were very nervous about sitting in the front. Kylie was. <laughs> Lexi was okay. I wanted to sit off in the benches because they look very comfortable. <laughs> she wanted to be as far away from the people as possible. No, <laughs> they looked comfortable. Yeah, she wanted to sit upstairs. They were yeah. luxury, comfy sofa chairs. <laughs> But when we asked, we said, what's the best seat in the house? He said, front row. We said, what about upstairs? He said, you can if you want. So I took that as, like, not as good. <laughs> yeah. But that's fun. And one reason that we did that one, or even planned on doing that one, is because you're, when we were walking through town one time, you know, we did, we did, like, a couple trips back and forth. The um, Whoever it is, the owner, manager, whoever it is of that Oriental, he's out in the street hollering. Yeah. About a gunfight and this and that. <laughs> so it gets your attention, sparks your interest. Go in, you can get all the information. It's fun. They have all the actors out, like before shows and after shows, trying to get people's engagement and, you know, entertainment. Yep. It's fun. The third one is at the Old Tombstone Western Theme Park. This one just seemed a little more touristy to me. Um, but the gun show looked really fun. It was an outdoor one. Um, it was more of a comedy show, though. Yeah, this one is not a reenactment. It's just a comedy skit put together. I think there is some falling off houses or yep. something cool, though. So if you're in, you know, if you want to see that, that might be really interesting. Yeah, we heard it a few times, all the gunshots going off and hollering. Same thing. There's cheering and booing. We could hear it in the distance. But they have more to do there. They have some museums and that. That are I, I don't know if they're all included or if you have no to... you have to pay extra for well there's some like free photography type things that you can do like stand behind the bars I think um, we didn't actually go into that area uh, but there is a, some things there but they also have a lot of things you have to pay for they have a mine you can go down into the yep. mine um, they also have a trolley ride yep that they run so I heard it it was a good one from one of the guys that works there so of course he's building it up yeah. The next thing you need to do after you see your shootout is visit Allen Street. Travel down Allen Street. And now here's the thing. You're going to do it anyways because everything is on Allen Street. Yep. Almost <laughs> so, everything. Almost everything. So more than likely you're going to do it. But you really need to take the time to just stroll down the street, um, walk on the old wooden boardwalk, and hear your feet clinking. And even if you you're walk. not wearing cowboy boots... Someone it's, is. It still sounds like you're wearing cowboy boots as you walk down. So, it, like, for me, I was walking down through there, just walking normally, and you had that clunk noise. Oh, yeah. So then I started to, like, get my cowboy <laughs> swagger going. I don't know. Not even on purpose. Like, just the sound of it made me do it. I don't know. But other, but somebody has cowboy boots on, and you can hear oh, yeah. their little, like, what like the spurs. spurs clinging. Yeah, it was really cool. Also, on Allen Street, cars are not allowed to go down there. Yep, it's all dirt. Yep, they have it crossed off. So you can go across Allen Street on the different like um, roads that yeah, there's go. There's like first, second, third yeah, go that across go it. across. But you can't go down Allen Street. The only vehicle you can take down there is called a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> yep. Which we'll get into in a minute. And there are dozens of shops up and down Allen Street. Um we were drawn into many of them. Yeah, we went into one that did uh, lotions, 
Yeah, lotions and soaps. Soaps and men products. Candles. They had candles. They had some wood products that were like carved or burnt. La- you know. Laser engraved and yeah. stuff, yeah. It was called... Um, Nellie's Wicks and Bricks. And it was amazing. Yeah. Smelled as soon, so good. As soon as I stepped through the door line. Well, not before you do that, we, not we, you guys got <laughs> Sample. samples because she was standing outside on the porch mm-hmm. and handing out samples of the lotion and soap too, right? Or just the lotion? Something, yeah. Anyways, you guys got sucked in. Yeah. And we- next thing you know, we were spending <laughs> the next half hour in a lotion shop. We went back there multiple times. We did. So it's handmade lotion and they're lotion bars. So and you- it smells Amazing. As soon as you step through the doors, you... It's like an explosion. It's of, like an explosion of... Smells. Smells and soaps <laughs> and lotions. Yeah. It was cool in there. But it's really cool because it's like a lotion bar, and then you just pick the bar up and rub it all over your body. Instead of having it like cream. She also has a website. I'll link her in the show notes of our episode. I highly recommend them. Does anyone remember their fragrances? One which, I got. Which one did you get? I got milk and honey. I got. I'm your huckleberry. Yep. And what I get? It smells like cough medicine. <laughs> no, it doesn't, Kylie. It smells good. Mom, you got the Joseph Kiss. Josephine's Kiss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they had beard oil. <laughs> yeah, they had all kinds of different products, and they're most of them are like natural products. Yes, it smelled so good. They also have, and you probably won't see it, so if you go in there, make sure you go up to the cash register because we missed it and we had already paid, so I decided not to get it. But they had lip balms, and they use edible oil in those, so you can kind of lick it. Yeah, so you don't get, like, chemical taste or something. Yeah, but there's a ton of other other souvenir shops. Yeah, yeah. You can get, um, you know, toy guns. Kylie ended up getting a toy gun. Yeah. She got herself a six-shooter from the OK Corral. And I got two tiny keys, which I love. Yeah, well, you got those from the birdcage. Those are like the those are like uh, old jail cell keys or yeah, skeleton they're handmade. Keys. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, they had some leather, and you can buy some cowboy boots and hats. I mean, they have everything there. Really cool street. Yeah, if you want like a handmade knife, you can inside the OK Corral area. There's a blacksmith that is on duty. Oh, yes. He had, um, you can get the branding things with, like, your initials or yep. something, which is really cool. In I don't know if they do knives, kids. do they? Yeah, he did knives. Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't see the knife. You're going to oh, yeah. brand us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Yeah, uh, they also had that. a really big key. It was, like, bigger than my hand. Yeah, like, giant gel yes. cell key. So that street is really cool. You'll also find all the restaurants, which we'll be talking about later. Um, on that street, mostly everything. I mean, there's a few things that are off the street, but that is the main street. And one good thing to do, even before you do the Allen Street walks, you can go right in town, right downtown, there is a visitor center. They have all kinds of information. They have all, like, the tourist pamphlets and stuff for all the surrounding areas, too, but stuff that you can do right in Tombstone, all the shootout information. And the guy who works there, who I was talking to, he knew everything that was going on. He had, you know, offered up some tips and when to do this and what to check out. So make sure you do that. It's um, it's like maybe the original city hall or something like that, but it's it says right on the main door visitor center. And some tips for Allen Street: bring money. Yeah, <laughs> you will want to spend money. 
the, the foods all smell really good. Oh, yeah. So you're going to want some food. Um, and there's lots of fun gifts. Pretty much, I think they're all about the same price. Yeah, I got one of the guns, and there were, like, five other guns there. Yeah, most yeah, of, like, there was probably five different stores that like had a, the same guns. There's like, a rifle. It looked like one of, like one of the brothers used. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing you need to do is go to Boot Hill Graveyard. Yeah, and that's just, like, a short distance outside of town. That's where you're going to find... Here lies of... Lester Moore. Yeah. How's it go? Here lies Lester Moore. Four slugs from a forty-four. Yeah. No less, no, no more. more. Also, you can find someone named Kellogg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so once you pay at the little um, booth, you can go in and you can tour the entire graveyard. That's where you'll find a lot of people who died in Tombstone. I will say 1882 was like a bad year to be there. Yeah. So let's back up. It's $3 a person. Kids are free. So we only paid six bucks to get in there. Really? Mm-hmm. So we thought, so maybe normally you have to, kids have to pay. Because okay. we thought the kids would have to pay, but they did not have to pay. We were shocked. Yeah, even we though it was like, oh, it was like three bucks a person. So yeah. it wasn't even a big deal for all of us. But yeah, then we ended up not even having to pay for the kids. Yeah. It was really cool, though. So you get this little pamphlet thing, um, and you start, and it's has rows, and you can go through all the rows and see all the grave sites. Now. I have done some research since we've been there, and um, I will have it linked in the show notes so you can actually go over to our post and see more about it, um, but there was a new cemetery. The This cemetery only um, ran for four years or so. Yeah, I think so. Because a new cemetery went in downtown. A w- much bigger graveyard, too, by the way. Yeah, and most people wanted to be in the newer one. Um, they even moved some people because they wanted their family members to not be with murderers and, you know, crazy people. Yep. Uh, but there are a lot of original graves there, which is really cool. Now, the um, markers have been updated. Uh, a lot of them have been updated because, obviously, those didn't stay. Yeah. And there's also a little bit of history there. I'll link it so you can read up more on it. Really cool, though. There's a lot of funny little sayings and interesting things. Everyone was murdered. You didn't want to yeah. live there in 82. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a person named Kellogg. Kylie thought that's funny because cereal. <laughs> but, it's like, that's not a common name. But no, um, in the pamphlet you get, it'll tell you row, each row and every person that's in it, if they have information. Some say unknown. But it will give you, on some of them some extra information about the person or and or how they died or something like that. So there's a lot of information there for a little bit of money, and you can spend a good amount of time there wandering around. There's a second part. It's a Jewish memorial cemetery. We did not get have a chance to get in, get there because it's further down the hill. And then if you go to the birdcage, you can actually see the – it's called the Black Mariah – which was the hearse that took all but six people to Boot Hill. And how many people? I don't know the exact 300, number. 300. Almost 300. There was like 270 or something. The number is mixed because, again, some people moved bodies. Uh, and then what ended up happening is the cemetery ended up getting, like, run down. Nobody was taking care of it. So a lot of things were destroyed and moved. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the guys came back there like a couple years later or something, and was upset because he couldn't find his wife's grave. 
Uh, so he, you know, redid everything, made everything. Yeah, so he went better. he went through and he refurbished everything and he made it look nice. And, then, and he used used the people that lived there to find the stories and find out as much as he could about where people were. Yep. But there were some people that they didn't know who they were. They just found them somewhere or, you know, somebody, some stranger came in and caused problems at the poker table and died. Um, natural causes, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> lead poisoning. <laughs> lead poisoning, yeah. Um, they don't know those names. So there's a lot there that are marked unknown. But yep. there are quite a few that have names, and they're it's pretty interesting. And I'm pretty sure when he passed away, he was buried there as well. And he has yeah. like a memorial there. So another one, must do Boot Hill Graveyard. Mm-hmm. So I think the name was changed as well. <laughs> so I don't think it was called Boot Hill Graveyard at the time. Uh, but that's what it's called now, and that's what's stuck. But it's like 30 seconds outside of town, so easy to find. All right, next is the birdcage. We've mentioned it a couple times. It's really, really cool. It's a theater. You can see it in Tombstone. It's the one where they're uh, watching the people sing or something, and they're, like, shooting randomly yeah. at them. <laughs> and when you go in, it's it's kind of this is kind of like a two-part experience because you can go in off the street. Mm-hmm. And there's there's kind of like a storyteller inside. There's an original bar that you're not allowed to lean on or touch. We were leaning on. Everybody does, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. But So that was really cool. So you could just go in that section and not yeah. pay to go through the tour. And they have a lot of stuff inside that one little space. Mm-hmm. It's like basically, we'll call it like the front part. Yeah. And... He's telling you, like, history. He's selling you a ticket, basically. He he wants you to go into the back, the museum part. But as you're looking around, he'll tell you where to look. There's original bullet holes mm-hmm. in the in the bar. There's bullet holes in the painting and, and knife marks in it um, from, you know, disgruntled people, disputes and whatever, people shooting guns. So there's bullet holes all over this place. And they're original, which is pretty cool. And then when you walk through, you kind of have to find them. He didn't. He doesn't tell you after you get into the tour, but yep. you can look around and see bullet holes everywhere. And in the first room in the tour you go into is a grand piano, and it's the original original one, and they have not moved it. It yep. has been in the same place till when? Since 1882 one. or whatever, 1881. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. And I think the dust is from 1881, too. Yeah, there's quite a bit of dust in there. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have a dust allergy, beware. (laughs) That's probably why I'm sick, actually. So when you first walk in, you have this big room. And in that big room, there are tables set up with a ton of different old stuff. Now, obviously, those tables weren't there when there was a theater. There was chairs there, and you watch the stage. And when you're walking around, you'll see signs. And there's a sign there that says, you know, like something about these two bullet holes were random from you know, some guy that shot at the stage. Yeah, he and was trying so, to shoot at the actor but missed and hit the stage. So that's how I knew that was the stage because otherwise I didn't know that that was actually the stage. Yeah. But the stage is behind the piano. So if you're looking for the stage, it's right behind the piano. Um, and and there's like the Pharaoh tables. Pharaoh was like a popular card game back then. Yep, you can see the Doc Holliday Pharaoh table. Yep, he ran that table. Mm-hmm. There's also a little room that you can kind of look down from under the stage, but don't worry because when you go up and down, you'll actually be down there. But mm-hmm. that poker table ran for eight years. Yeah, it's the longest poker game 
in history. Yeah. I think millions of dollars went through it, which is crazy if you think about the time period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, over eight, eight years. Eight years and... Five like, months or something? Yeah, like three or five months. It was crazy. Eight years? Yeah. <laughs> That's a long game. That's like longer than Monopoly. <laughs> longer than Yahtzee. Or... <laughs> So in our show notes, we won't have any pictures here because they ask you not to share any pictures, um, except for on your personal Facebook page. So I'm not going to do that. So <laughs> uh, I will share a picture of the outside of the building, uh, but if you want to see the inside, you have to go buy a ticket and do the tour. It's worth it, though. It's fun. It's cool, especially if you're into the history and stuff, and especially if that's if you want to see the original building in Tombstone, you have to go there. And so we actually paid, that was a little bit more expensive for that place. And the birdcage is actually the only building that has not been rebuilt. Yes, it is, Lexi. That's good. So normally admission is $15 for adults and 14 for kids if they're eight and above. But for some reason, he was feeling extra special because we were in there talking to him and asking questions about the thing. He gave us both kids for free. Yeah. Kylie's nine, so she's just over the age, but ended up giving it to us for yep. free. So anyways, the first little room I just told you about, and then you go up the stairs, which is behind the stage, and there's a lot of stuff over there that you look at, and then you go down the stairs, and that's where you see the poker table and a couple other rooms, and then um, and then you go into a gift shop and go out. Yep. Um, so a couple things about the birdcage. Number one, yes, you will sneeze if you're allergic to dust. There's a lot <laughs> of dust in there, a lot of dust. Again, it's the original building. In the theater part, you'll also see some rooms at the top, and they'll explain that to you, but those were rented out by women for 20 bucks a week, I think it said. And um, then they ran their own business out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Um, they also do ghost tours here. Uh, you can rent, and those are third, I think those are more than the regular um, thing, but. We didn't do a ghost tour, but. Um... When you're in the first room, the stairs that go up, be careful because they are really old. And yeah, it kind of scared me. They were very old. I felt like uh, they were going to break under each step. In the second room, when you went downstairs, there was a couple, like, signs and stuff. And there was a couple doors with the windows. And those were, like... Rooms of the hotel. Yep. Oh, yeah. You could look into the different rooms. It wasn't a hotel. I think there was a bathroom, um, and then there was, like, a couple rooms down there, yeah. But what was the one sign? Do you guys, Who remembers the one sign that was kind of funny? It says if you have any photos and you look back at them and they have, like, orbs, sh- shadows or-, or orbs, then send it to them for ghosts. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's a lot of supernatural going on in tombstone yeah i asked kylie this is kind of a funny story i asked kylie if she believed in ghosts well actually i was talking i think i just said i don't believe in ghosts at all like somebody had just told us a ghost story and i was like i don't believe in that stuff at all i don't believe in ghosts and i said do you believe in them and kylie's like yeah and i'm like you do like i was really shocked by that she was very sure about uh, her answer yeah she was very sure she's like yeah and i'm like why why do you believe in them like i was kind of shocked that she would say that because especially as a kid i would say no because i was scared i don't want to be like real you know kylie's like because if i say no i'll die of a ghost tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) yeah myself 
Exactly. It's called the Jinxies. <laughs> yeah, it was probably one of the more expensive attractions that we did there. But it is worth it because it's original. And I think that's why they get away with it. And it's self-guided. You can take as much time as you want. You know, you don't, you're don't. you not, like, rushed through or anything. Unless you're allergic to dust like me. Because <laughs> I went through quite fast. Yeah, but... we took our time. We, yeah. we looked at everything. The next thing we recommend doing is checking out the courthouse. It is actually a state park. It's a historic park, but it's state-owned. Yeah, that was really neat. We did that on probably the second – we actually did that the day we were leaving. So, Mm -hmm. And it probably took us about an hour, hour and a half to get through because it's a lot of reading. They have a lot of good displays and stuff, which we'll kind of talk about a little bit. And it was was less than $10 a person. I think it was like seven. It was – I want to say it was seven per adult and three per kid. Yeah, that makes sense. And it was really cool. You walk through the whole thing. You get to see a lot of history stuff. I The only thing I will say that I did not like about it is that the little like guide that you get tells you what the room is now, which is just like holding different museum things. I yep. kind of wanted it to tell me what it was originally. Exactly. Yeah, because like, for example, when you first walk in, you go into what they, they call the frontier room, and it just has historic things about things. frontier yeah whatever <laughs> yeah it's it, but it doesn't give you any it, it doesn't give you a, what the layout was before that yeah and like, that's what i like to know when i go through something like that is to know what it was before even just a sign on the wall yep. that says you know this w- was originally the room for the first courthouse or, or the, the jail yeah or something like that it was cool there is though the gallows there which is really cool yep they have after you make your way through the first floor, you can go outside into the, there's like a closed in kind of courtyard area. And they have, not the original, because the original burnt, and then they rebuilt it. Do you know, did the original burnt, how the original burnt? Um, once, uh, something that, they burnt it, they burnt yes. it down to get rid of it. Once Arizona became a state, they burned the gallows. Yep. It's a recreation of the original. They said exactly like it would have looked, except for this one doesn't have stairs. They had to remove the stairs because yeah, people are crazy. <laughs> yeah, people kept going up there even though they're not supposed to. And when we were there, they only had two nooses yep. with well, one bad one. One was already missing, and the second one was yeah, getting ready to fall apart and fray off or whatever. But They're going to redo it, and they're going to do the five nooses. They're going to do like the, the Bisbee theme like so there's like well, a the original story. gallows had five ropes there was two different times they used it apparently yep. only seven people died on it that yep. way one of them was one time there was two people so that's what that story is yep um the other time was five with the bisbee it was like a bisbee massacre or something yeah it was a robbery gone bad actually is what yep. it was and there's more to that story so why since we're talking about it um so apparently the story goes there was a robbery in Bisbee and a pregnant woman and some other people died. I don't I don't know the exact story. We'll link it if we can find it. <laughs> but there were six people involved. Five of them were hung. They were sentenced to hanging. So they were hung. The other one was life in prison and he was in the jail and the townspeople came and broke him out. Yep. Um, some say the sheriff may have been turned turned his uh yeah tur- turned his cheek <laughs> turned his back to the the thing or whatever left his key on the table i don't know <laughs> but either way they took the guy out took him down to the end of the road and hung him and you his name is uh john heath yeah and you can you read about him in the courthouse 
thing. Um, and you actually hear about them in other spots too, yep. in Tombstone. So you hear about them multiple times. But they hung them on a telegraph pole. Yeah, which is gone now. Yeah. But there is There's a stump. A stump. Mm-hmm. So you can actually take a, you can download a picture on your phone from online, or you can take a picture inside the courthouse of him hanging. And use the picture, and like you can. You can walk to the end of the street. Yeah, and you can line up the picture with the mountains and see where he was hung. Yeah, you can see the exact spot. It's creepy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that was a very educational um, experience. The whole courthouse thing. You can go into the original courtroom. You can see some of the cells. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really neat. There's some school bells in there. There's other stuff from the town in there, so you can see other historical things Things from that time period and that kind of thing. Clothes and stuff, yep. Then the next tourist thing that we did there... Was a stagecoach. Yep, we... We didn't want to do it. (laughs) We found out that there was... We were made to do it. We found out that there was stagecoaches, and we're like, we have to do that. We've been to... No, you said that. Yeah. Yeah. We've been to, like, five (laughs) different cities... Who have had stagecoaches and we haven't been able to do it. So they weren't technically stagecoaches. They were carriages in most places. And we have always told you no because the the rides are short. They're a lot of money. I always feel so bad for the horses. Like, I feel so bad. Um, so we did the stagecoach because it was kind of historically accurate. They, and they give you a tour and they... Yeah. It actually you, was kind of long. It felt... It's like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was about 17 minutes, 15 to 17 minutes. I was counting down. No, I'm just kidding. Um, You're in a stage coach, so like a carriage with doors and a little bit more advanced of a carriage. And you got the big old Clydesdale horses. Yeah, ours were Clydesdales. The historical thing to this is that's kind of how the OK Corral happened is – there was a bank robbery with the Wells Fargo stagecoach, and there was some money and stolen, and then there was a reward put up, and you know, you'll know you hear the whole story if you look it up. Um, but since there were stagecoaches involved in the historical thing, we agreed. And I kind of wish we would have did the trolley. <laughs> if you have kids, I'm sure the kids will like the stagecoach better. Um, but if you don't have kids, the the trolley is supposedly a little bit better. It, it actually takes you up to Boot Hill. It ta- it's a little bit longer of a ride. You're yeah, in- so I guess it t- goes through the residential area to give you some historical information. Yeah, and you're inside of an air-conditioned room. The stagecoach was actually very warm. I was very hot. <laughs> I was, like, right in the sun side. The sun was, like, beating down on me. So if you're there in a time that's not February... <laughs> The stagecoach would probably be very hot. And I felt extremely bad for the horse, like, the entire time. At one point, I was like, just let me out here. I feel bad. Well, the one we were in, they have different stagecoaches. The one we were in, I think, fit 10 people. So, and it was full. But we did see one at a different time. I think there was only four people, and it was much smaller. Yeah, and I liked that one better, too. The wind, there was more windows. It was more open. Yep. And it seemed a little bit more personable. So take a look at the different stagecoaches. We went in the, like, big red one, and there is, like, a smaller green one that I think would be better. But I don't know, like, as far as the narration goes, which one is better. Yep. Um, and but he it- also, the narrator also told us the horses' names, and I forgot what they were. <laughs> but he said they were Clydesdales. Yep. He did say a couple things that I learned. Like, he's the one that said that that's our one and only telegraph pole. I don't think he said someone was hung there. Uh, no, so, I think he did. I oh, think he, he said the it? name. 
he didn't really like get into the he did get into the story. He said that the townspeople Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yep. Went to the courthouse, pulled him out, and did their own thing. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. I just remember hearing telegraph pole. So then when we went back down there, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the telegraph pole yep. that the guy said. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Anything else about the stagecoach? Yeah, I, w- I sat by the window, and it was really, actually, really fun. <laughs> All right, let's get into the food. So, first, we went into Big Nose Kate's. Yeah, Saloon. we went there the first day. We rolled into town in our carriage <laughs> and didn't want to make dinner. Yeah. And as soon as you get into town, you're like, okay, we need to do something because this place is awesome. And everything smells good. Yep. <laughs> it's a small town with, like, a lot of restaurants, so there's smells there's everywhere. Three. Yeah, tell us about Big Nose Kate. I who, think- is, who is Big Nose Kate? Big Nose Kate was actually Doc Holliday's girlfriend. Yep. So Big Nose Kate Saloon was not Big Nose Kate Saloon at the time, obviously, because that's a character in the show. <laughs> what was it? The Capitol? No, or, it was. Not the Capitol, but the. Uh... It was the Grand Hotel. Yep. And there's um, other stories about the Grand Hotel. There's a, a guy. What's the guy in the basement? Uh, that was the Swamper. Yeah. There's a whole story with him. We won't get into details because this podcast is getting long, but that's an interesting story. White Earp stayed in the hotel a few times. So did Doc Holliday. It's, there's a it lot a, of history with yeah, that hotel. Yeah, it was a popular spot. Now it's called Big Nose Kate's, and it's really cool inside. It is. It's not like original, obviously, because it used to be a hotel. Um, but I think they did a really good job of making you feel like... Like in character, it feels really old. All mm-hmm. the waitresses and stuff, and the they're all in costume. We'll say, <laughs> or in their lingerie, very exposed. <laughs> um, but they looked great. They did. They looked great. I loved their dresses. I thought it looked really good. And then they had a lot of pictures all over the walls of people, famous people that have come there. So that like was really Wyatt cool. Like the Wyatt Earp was sitting directly above my head. It was cool, and the food was great. What did we get there? We got the... I got a calzone. So did I, but yours had meat in it, right? Or yeah, something? I had like the sausage and pepperoni. And... and it was huge. It was the yeah. size of my face. It was yeah. huge. We had it left over and everything. It oh, was yeah. great. And I don't remember what you kids get. The I girls think... just got like... We, yeah, we, we shared, we chicken, shared fingers. chicken fingers. Like normal kid stuff. Yeah. Shared chicken fingers, but they were really good. Yeah. yeah. And they came with really good french fries. All of the restaurants we went to, though, all of their fries... Tasted about the same, but they're all really good. Yeah. Yeah, there might be something there, like they're all owned by the same people. I don't really know. Or they know. just have the same supplier. Yeah, they feel very, they all kind of advertise each other, and they, they, there's a lot of like. Yeah, like on the back of all of their menus, it shows the other two restaurants. <laughs> yeah, there's a little like cross-posting, so I feel like uh, they're owned. But it was a great restaurant. The waitress was really good. Yep. I liked her the best out of all of them as well. Yep. She was really funny and was like engaging. Tony was like, what kind of beer do you have? And she lists out, like, a whole bunch. She lists Bud Light first. And she lists, like, 30 beers. And she kept going. And yeah. Tony's, like, waiting and waiting. <laughs> and then he says, Bud Light. She's like, seriously? You made me go through all of those? It was so funny. I but said, she, I, I, had, I was waiting for her to hear if I was going to get something good or not. <laughs> she says, they're all good. Uh, but they sell, like, the beer mugs there. Really cool. Yeah, we I got ended up one. getting a mug. Yep. 
The next place we went to was the Longhorn. I was craving a steak. Yep. And to be fair, I don't know if they even had steak at the... We didn't even look. Yeah, we didn't even Big look Nose because Kate's. for some reason I had it in my mind that you had to get the steak at the Longhorn. But now that I think about it, they may have had it there. But we ended up getting... I wanted steak really bad. So since we have a Blackstone, we don't ever get steak with the grid lines or whatever they're called. <laughs> the grill marks. Yeah. And I love that. So I saw in the picture that their steaks had grill lines. So that's what I wanted. It was $34 for the steak. Yeah, was, they were charging market value for the ribeyes. <laughs> it was $34, and it wasn't even a quarter of the taste that Tony has. <laughs> so whatever. That's why I like Tony's steaks better, but... Yeah, sometimes you just, when in Rome, you just got to go with it. Yeah. I, I barely ever get a good restaurant steak that I like, so I don't know why I thought it would be good. but Not to mention, there's not really a grocery store in Tombstone. So you have to go outside, and I just wasn't willing to drive 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> Plus, we wanted to try the restaurants. So. Yep. So the reason why I bring up the price is because, I don't know, all like Tony ended up getting a steak as well. Yeah, we both did. So... The, the dinner was actually very, very expensive, and it wasn't even that – number one, it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Number two, the restaurant wasn't even, like – Themed. It themed very good. So I was a little bummed. Like, if I'm going to spend $100 on a dinner, it would have been at Big Nose Kate's. I feel like since – well, <laughs> for sure, since we've been on the road, that's the most expensive dinner we've ever paid for. Yeah, yeah on the road, for sure. Because yeah. we don't we don't normally well, drink a lot. Yeah, yeah and I didn't, I didn't even – we didn't buy beer or nothing. Yeah, we didn't get any alcohol. We just had, one. you know, the regular drinks, sodas, two steak dinners, and two kids' meals was $125. Yeah. So. <laughs> and it wasn't, like, the best steak. Like, that's it was the thing. Like, yeah. If you go to, like, Ruth's Chris or something like that, like, a really high-end steakhouse, to me, anyways, that's $125 steak dinners. Yeah. And they're worth it, you know. These just weren't that. Yeah. So if you're craving steaks, maybe just cook them at home. I don't know. Yeah. They do have them at Crystal Palace, too. And I don't know if they're the same price everywhere, but they probably are. I just go for different food. And it was market value for the ribeyes was like $34.99. And the, even the New York strips were... 30 So it was pretty cool there, though. Um, and then we went to Crystal, Crystal Palace. Palace. And there is another, like, recreated bar. The bar that's in there is not original, but it's, like, made to look like the original. Just like it would have been, yeah. So, Mom and I got fish. Kylie got little sliders. Uh, I got burger sliders. Mm-hmm. Mini. <laughs> Would I get a burger? I think so. I don't remember what you got. But that was really good. The food there was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. Yep. Yeah, so out of the three, I think Big Nose Kate's was probably mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Big Nose Kate's, Crystal Palace, Longcorn. Yep. Yeah, same order. I mean, the fish was really good. So the Crystal Palace Saloon was actually the Crystal Palace Saloon back then, I think. The Longhorn, I don't think, was. Yeah, it was something else. It was a hotel, right? Mm-hmm. One of you guys saw a picture? Yeah, it was a hotel at first in 19-something. And and today, it's a restaurant. Yep. All right, cool. Let's move on. Let's talk about where to stay. We stayed at the dry camping area. So it's near the shootout arena. Yep. And it's near the courthouse. It's down the road. There is a big lot. So actually, it's the overflow parking for the arena is what it is. Um, 
But he allows dry camping there, and it's $10 a night. Yep. And right by the dry camping is a bull rodeo. There was cash cow. I'm sad we didn't go to it. <laughs> so there, hold on. So there, that's what I just mentioned, that there's an arena there, and there is, an, there is a parking lot there as well. But then there's like an overflow, and that's where you stay, where we stayed. Yep. Um, but the, the rodeo doesn't happen. I think it's once or twice a month. It's okay. like the first Saturday, maybe, of, of And it ended month. up being when we were there, which yeah. we didn't go see it. And there's cash out. I'm really sad. But it's a two-hour event, and it was very expensive for compared to it was the all the other rodeos ex- yeah. that we've ever done. So we decided to skip it. Plus, we were doing stuff all day that day. Yeah, we were doing stuff all day, and it's only bull riding. Yep. So I like bull riding, but it's I, just one of I, those I like things, seeing other things as we're well. We're like the cost versus the time. Also, all the other things, like we would have to literally pack our whole day. We decided to skip it. But it's $10 there. You don't talk to him unless he comes around. It does say in the comments sometimes, like we looked it up on Campendium or something, and it said something about the he drives around. We didn't end up seeing him at all. Um, It's $10, though, and there's like a little box, and you can put in cash or check. Yeah, it's just a yeah self-serve. Actually, it may just be cash only. It's cash only. Yeah, no check. Another thing is it's a harvest host. So you can schedule one night there. And you just have to do it five days in advance. So. Which we couldn't do it. There was no openings um, when we before we got there. So we missed out on one free night, but whatever. Yeah. We stayed there a week, though. It was worth it still. I mean, if you listen to our goal podcast or like our podcast where we talk about 2023, we talk about not spending any money at all on camping. And of course, we book we broke it on dry camping. <laughs> yeah, we had to pay to boondock. <laughs> but it was worth it because we were like walking distance of town. We didn't end up walking because it was cold. But uh, <laughs> actually, it was so cold it snowed. Yes, it yep. did snow. Yeah, I we wish. had a winter storm. We got like two to three inches of snow. Mini snowman, Lexi and I probably made a snowman as tall as your water bottle. <laughs> um, we put a little hat on him, and then earlier that day, we looked out the window, and it was a little puddle. Yeah. Just a little hat floated <laughs> in the water. So it was cold, so we didn't walk, but you could walk from there for yep. sure. Yep, yep. Uh, so it was really close, but there's also some boondocking nearby. You can find that on different apps. We did check that out before we went to the dry camping area. It's about 15 to 20 minutes outside of Tombstone, and... It's just like a gravel lot, and it's right off a of main road. D- weren't really feeling it. Yeah, this we was much there. better. So, and uh, I'm glad that we did. It was worth paying to stay there because you're so close to town, and we were able to go whenever we wanted. Like, we went almost every day yeah. to do something. And so we're modifying our goal to uh, just spending less. Which is what Tony said, actually. Yeah, yeah. I said our goal, my goal was to spend less than the previous year, which is almost 900 bucks. Yeah. So if we can keep it under 800 or less, we'll be good. If we can keep it under 100 it's closer to my goal. <laughs> there are also two campgrounds right in town and then one kind of outside. Yep. Um, and they're reasonably priced. One was like 35 bucks. The other one was... That one would have been the one that I went to. Yep. <laughs> and then I think the other one was 45 Yeah, it was not much more. And then there's like one right down the street. I think that one's also $30, $35. Yep. You can dump 
Where can you dump? The, we dumped at the Stampede RV Park. It is pay. There is a fee to do that. I think they charged us $15 for dump and water, and we threw away some trash. So, Yeah, that's one bad thing about the dry camping spot. So if if you go there and he comes around and talks to you, he should put a dumpster out. That would be a perk. Yeah. I mean, you're paying $10 a day. Uh, he could Just easily, for a place to park. Yeah, you could easily just put a dumpster there and then dump it once a week. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Moving on. Getting to Tombstone. So, it's three hours from Phoenix. So, if you're going into Phoenix, it's three hours away. It's an hour and 20 minutes from Tucson. And if you go to Tucson, make sure you check out our podcast on Saguaro National Park, which was 67. I'll take your word for it. I think so, right? The last one was our, just kidding, we don't have a podcast. 68. Saguaro was before that? I think so. Okay. So. Either way, check them all out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's, it's not far from Tucson. Um, Another cool spot is Bisbee. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is south of Tombstone. And it is approximately 25 minutes from Tombstone. So here's what I would recommend. (laughs) I think Bisbee was kind of cool, actually. It was. We went there one night. We didn't think it was going to be as cool as we thought it was going to be. Or what we didn't think it was going to be as cool as it was, is what I wanted to say. Uh, we went at night, and it's all twinkly lights everywhere. It was just every, really cool to see. Every single building has a, about five strands of twinkly lights. It and was, it's a mountain town, so all the houses are lit up, and they're all, you know, going up the incline of the mountain. So it's from a distance, it looks really cool. It's like a wave of lights. Lots of stairs. <laughs> Yeah, there was these little tiny roads that you drive up to see different things. It was really cool. Like, I really like that area. Um, if you don't have dogs and that you have to worry about and you could just go to Tombstone, you could probably knock out Tombstone in a day, and you could stay near Bisbee and spend more time there. Um, but I thought Tombstone was very cool. So if, you know, if you're an RVer, you could easily stay at that dry camping spot, do a couple days at Tombstone, and then head down to Bisbee. Bisbee's on our book. We did not yep. know it was going to be that cool, so we didn't plan for it. And we didn't have enough time to do it during the day. Yeah. So we, and I don't know about places to stay. So when yeah. we go there next year or whenever we go there. <laughs> There's definitely some RV parks. There, There is some boondocking, but I don't know accessibility details. I know it's it's all mountainy there, so I don't know how big of a rig you can have there. So. So we'll get that information the next time we go, and we'll have a whole podcast on it. Because yep. it's a very cool town. I do recommend going there for a whole day and visiting it. So yep. if you're There's staying a- in Tombstone, you could go there early in the morning, walk around the town, hang out. Yep. And then there, I think there's some ghost tours there oh, yeah. as well. Yep. So you could do the ghost tour, see all of the twinkly lights, and then drive home. And there's a to ton Tombstone. of shops. There's breweries. There's coffee shops. There's food. We saw a lot of places like that. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it, even if it's just a day trip from Tombstone. Yep. All right. Today we have a really good can't miss. In this segment, we tell you about something you can't miss. We know when you're traveling, you can't see and do everything. So we wanted to share some of those things that you just can't miss if you are in the area. 
what's our can't miss today? The Gleason Jail. Yep. I heard about it um, in some blog post or something that I was reading, and it. So there's a couple things. Number one, it was just like this building, this old jail building, but it has like the literal outline of a jail from the western that you think of. You know, like the the top part of the roof where yep. it kind of goes up like a little bit. Like the old stucco. Like- yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh my gosh, we have to see this. And then I was like, oh, it's only open one day a week or one day a month. Yep. The first Saturday of every month. Which was when we were there. So we got to go see it. This place is super cool. It's a really good can't miss. It's 25 minutes out of yep. Tombstone yep. Uh, on a really cool road. It's, yeah, it's very uh, scenic drive. Yeah, you go from, like, a western desert to, like, rolling hilly pastures. Yeah. There's actual grass. I mean, grass. Whatever that grass is. But yeah. but more grass than I've seen in, yep. <laughs> in Arizona for a long time, at least. But there's a lot of hills. Yep. It's a really cool drive. You get out there, it's free. Yep. Which is great. Uh, but they do accept donations, and... They do walking tours and they do ATV tours for free, except for donations, obviously. So definitely give them a donation. Yeah, we get there. We as soon as we're walking up, you know, the the people that are there running it are actually the family of the original owner. So that's really cool because when we went into the jail, there's pictures. There's a whole bunch. So the jail is kind of set up like that courthouse where kind of like a museum. Yeah, inside the jail. There's stuff from that time period all over, not just from the jail, if that yep. makes sense. So you're in, you get to see the cells, though. You can see the bathroom for the cells. There's two cells in the jail. And there was like a wood stove in there, which mm-hmm. probably was there originally. And it was actually really cold in there. So I yeah. can only imagine how cold it would get in the winter. But um, But on the walls are all these pictures. And so the person that took us in for like a little tour inside... Uh, it was like, there's my grandpa and my grandma. That's mm-hmm. my mom and dad. I'm like, wait, what? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Very informative. Um, she, They walked us through the whole jail. Um, they told us about all the stuff that they had. There was display cases that had all kinds of different memorabilia and stuff. There was a movie filmed there, The Mysterious yeah, Rider. Yeah, it was like a super old Western movie. Yeah, the girls and I came right home and turned it on because we love that when when you can watch a movie in an area, but it was it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't watch it. It was a low-budget Western, apparently. It was a very old Western, if yeah. anything. It may not have been low-budget. It may have been a good show, but it was just a really old one. So it was like black and white. It was half our screen, and it was shaky. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. <laughs> So as after they toured us around the inside of the jail, they asked us if we wanted to do a UTV tour. So they actually had like some side-by-sides there. They had a four-seater, which worked out perfect. So we hopped in and they took us off-site. All, yeah. All around the like town, I guess. Yeah, Gleason is a basically now it's an old ghost town. Yeah, and so they took us around and showed us all the different stuff. We got to see an old mine. We got to see the school. We got to I, see her grandpa's old general store, which is now just basically a shell of a building. But it actually had their house in the back, which yep. was a big house yeah. for that time period, I yeah. think. It was pretty big. Uh, and it had a gas pump. Yep. So we got to see where that pic- was. They have a picture of it when it was operational. Yep. You know, it was in good condition and stuff. So it's very cool to see that and then see the building now. Kind of imagine what it would be like back then, like way back in the mid-1900s, early 1900s. 
We got to see the hospital. What was cool about the hospital? Um, She said one of the doctors are still alive. Oh, yeah, that is cool. I thought you'd say something else. Lexi's going to say the other thing. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Was it cool? Oh, yeah, her grandma were, was the only one with tweezers. Oh, no, but that was cool, too. <laughs> yeah, you remembered some cool facts, Lexi, Kylie. Yep. So, so really they, quick. So the hospital sent everyone that had something in their eye or something like to her grandma. Yeah. yeah. So she said in the mine they would get, like, shrapnel in their eye, and the hospital would send them to his, her grandma's house yep. <laughs> to get it taken out. That's so funny. And this, however number, it... The building. The building actually is made out of, what is it called? Adobe. Adobe. And And what is Adobe, Lex? People had to kill cows to get their blood. Maybe not. Maybe they did what the, like, uh, camels did. Got blood from them. They probably butchered the cows, used the meat and the bones and all that stuff, and used the blood for... Mixing the adobe. The kids so, were not happy about well, how they make adobe. Especially Lexi. She asked, like, it was like a few minutes later afterwards, which Lexi goes, so how many cows do they have? To, like, she was still <laughs> thinking about the cows. It was so funny. Does anyone know why they would use cow blood? Um, It keeps it all together. Yeah, it slip, solidifies the mixture. Cause like it, straw. and It's a coagulant. Yeah. It's pretty interesting that they thought of that, actually. Pretty cool. Does anyone remember the interesting, I want to tell all the interesting stories in case you go do those tours, but there was one interesting story about the hospital where, with the burning pit. Does anyone remember that? Yes. So if anyone died in the hospital, would they take them out to the burning pit? So the mine was a very dangerous place to work, and a lot of times they would end up, you know, hurting their arm or leg and back then they couldn't save those limbs like they can now so they would just cut them out and toss them down a chute that went out into a burning pit yep (laughs) done with that yeah she talked about ghost stories they're actually on a ghost um youtube like investigation which i will share the link in the show notes i might even put the embed of the video notes but i'll share the link in the show notes and then uh we were talking about the ghosts there, too. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, goodness. <laughs> and there's old houses and stuff where there's, like, ghost stories. Right by the jail, there's an old school building, the remnants of a school building. Ruins, I guess you'd call them. Oh, yeah, and their floor, they actually put in the Crystal Palace, that tombstone. Yep, they repurposed the floor from the school into the Crystal Palace. And when we went to the courthouse, it also showed the bells that were at the school. Yep. And then I think that's about it. But it was a really cool tour. Yep. I mean, she was very informative, very nice. And it's her family, which is really cool. She had tons of stories to tell. You can't miss it. Yeah, definitely definitely worth the 25-minute drive. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and we learned a lot, apparently. Yeah. I think that's a wrap. Or this podcast can go all night. Obviously, you can tell we had so much fun. We enjoyed Tombstone and the surrounding area. We highly recommend visiting this area. Super cool. I can't wait to go back. Yeah. I would do it all over again. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I would do Bisbee for sure, but I don't know about Tombstone again. I think it's one of those things that you like, once you do all the things, you you don't really need to do it again. I don't know. I like the I like the vibe. I yes. Like the... I think what we do next time is we go when the rodeo's in town. We stay at the dry camping spot. We go eat lunch at Big Nose Kate's and go to the rodeo because we haven't done that yet. Yep. 
And we've already done all the other stuff, so we have time. time Maybe the Western theater show or whatever it was. Maybe even do cash cow. Yeah, (laughs) girls can do cash cows. We could just go back and finish what we haven't done yet. I guess guess it's another day then. Tombstone it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) Hell's coming with me. See ya. Bye. 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 Welcome to the podcast, Too Tough to Die. (laughs) Hold on, make my stupid jet. Gosh, I thought you loved jets. Not when I'm trying to record a podcast. On our hotline. (laughs) Someone standing by right now to take your call. You know, we'll do like a museum. 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 Of things that. Things. I stuck my tongue halfway out to say things. <laughs> things. Things. I'm in my prime. <laughs> you're so drunk you can't hit nothing in fact you're probably seeing double I have two guns one for each of you before we don't need event. to say that okay never mind <laughs> sorry <laughs> see I get yelled at too <laughs> and you can it it they it Remove stomach growling. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was a dirt bike outside. (laughs) 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 You pay to go into the Boot Hill Hill Graveyard. Whoa. Yeah. Is it Boot Hill Graveyard or Boot Hill Cemetery? Graveyard. Boop. Boop. You can also see... A Activia fence there. No, I'm just kidding. Take that out. What is that? What is that? What is that cactus, Kylie? A what? What kind of fence was it? An X. Acatio fence. <laughs> An Acatio. <laughs> is that a song? No karma. <laughs> no karma. No karma. No. Okay. Mom, Dad, Two say minutes. that. Say bad words so we can beep you out. No. (laughs) I got a burger. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. What'd I get there? Yeah, the trolley. (laughs) What? (laughs) Lexi just makes up words. The trolley? (laughs) How am I going to eat the entire trolley? What'd I get there? Oh. Argue with me. Argue with me for a minute about what you got. (laughs) I was going to get a burger, but then I decided... I got a uh, stromboli. Yeah, we both. Oh did. no no, get a calzones. Dad, that beer can is so big. You're probably gonna need to fit like three beers. Let's try. I mean, cows are part of the earth. They're also tasty. Did you know? In the movie, he says, "I'm your huckleberry." 
But actually, in real life, he probably didn't say that. What did he say instead? He probably said, Huckbear. Yeah, I'm your Hucklebear. What's a Hucklebear? Paul Bear. Yeah. Hmm? What's a Paul Bear? So the guy is like talking crap to him, saying he's going to shoot him, and he tells the guy, I'm your Hucklebear, meaning I'm going to carry your. I'm going to carry you to your grave. Mm-hmm. He's so cool. He has like the best funny. I'm your Hucklebear. You've been waiting all podcasts. You look so proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he has on his phone, don't forget to say, hell's coming with me. 